perfection. A scorched outpost in the middle of nowhere. You know how close I am to leaving this place right now? How close? Maybe that's why Val and Earl decided to leave town. They just picked the wrong day to do it. Jeez. You guys better get the hell out of here. There's a killer on the loose. Who could be doing it? Is that a snake? I'll give you boys five dollars for this. Twenty. That's how they get you. They're under the ground. What the hell are those things? How could they eat a whole station wagon? But where do they come from? I vote for outer space. No way these are local boys. You see, they're headed right for us. No Richter scale can measure it. They're coming! No scientist can explain it. Bert, they're under the ground! You didn't get penetration even with the alpha gun. Run, run! And no one knows what to call it. Megaworms or suckers or, or suckoids. Now, this valley is just one long smorgasbord. Now, it's up to Val and Earl to save the world. That's one big mother. Who died and made you Einstein? And they know just what to do. Flip for it. Damn. Kevin Bacon. Fred Ward. Tremors. It is Shocktober here at the studio. Shocktober continues. I'm John Diner. I'm David Munchak. And this is Reconcinimation, your podcast that takes a look at some of our favorite films from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And we take a look at how they hold up today in 2019. And today, we're looking at a classic. It's oh, Tremors. Tremors. You, would you consider this a classic? Oh, it's because a modern classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't get this, more classic than Tremors. I I enjoy Tremors very much, but we will get into how we like it. But Tremors, yeah. right? This is yeah, Tremors. Now, this this is the movie I will watch in October. Like October is a horrifying <laughs> month. I hate I hate spooktaculars. I hate uh shock fests. I hate all of those things. But, but, but you like a shock. You like you like a shocky laugh, laugh-tober. <laughs> I like thrills. I like chills. I like laughs. You know, those yeah. are those are me. And yeah. and Tremors hits it all. That's a that's a, a, th- a triple threat. Tremors. It is. It is. And uh, you know, it's a fun movie. And and we've had a fun month here, October, as everyone knows. We mm-hmm. we take a look at uh, mostly horror movies, but this one is a little bit of an exception. It's a horror it's comedy, uh, which horror is comedy. fine. Fine. Sure. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, last <laughs> week we took a look at 1985 Silver Bullet, which is a personal favorite of mine, and we've got a couple of more coming this month. That are going to yes. be uh, a lot of fun too, uh, yeah. but I want to just I want to just take a second to just sidetrack uh, oh, before already. we get into tremors. Yeah, yeah, here, we had a, uh, we... a a loss this weekend uh, of the legend Robert Forster, and I just mm-hmm. want to take a second to look back at his films. Uh, yeah. He was a great actor, a really good guy, and uh, was definitely in a lot of movies that were important to me. 
the first of which was alligator which oh uh, wow we've, yeah we've We've talked about that back way back in our Jaws episode from uh, year one, which you can find mm -hmm. it in our archives at www.reconcinemation.com. Mm -hmm. uh, Alligator, one of the first movies I saw, scared the hell out of me as like a four-year-old. But I mm -hmm. did think Robert Forster was super cool as the like lead tough guy cop in that movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Forster, is, he is that guy that brings that gravitas and... Uh... He's he's great in everything he's in, and yeah, just a uh, not not the best news to wake up to uh, no. this week. No, uh, I was a bit, big, uh, not a big fan of this uh, this this news. You know, everyone has to go at some point. You know, I saw Robert Forrester um, about a year ago uh, in a live performance of the movie Airplane. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a script reading. Um, it was they basically it's uh, in Southern California, uh, a group called the Tree People. And it's about conservation and about preserving um, nature. And uh, they have um, they have a performance venue, basically. And uh, every year they do uh, a performance of Airplane. And Robert Forrester played wow. uh, Captain Over, and he was great. He was he was unbelievable. It was wonderful. A wonderful cast. Wonderful group out there. Um, they do a lot of stuff. Tree People is huge. Uh, look them up. Um, for what they do in the community um, and uh, who's involved. But uh, as a charity fundraising event, Robert Forrester was there. And it was, so that was about a, yeah, that was a year and about a month, year, like 13, 14 months ago. Uh, saw him in person. Just, I didn't even know he was going to be there. And it, yeah. it was such a delight. He was wonderful. And uh, it just reminded me of everything that he's done. Um, and just a, yeah, just a shock to, to, to know that he's, he's gone now. Yeah, and he, you know, he's played kind of over the top characters like in Delta Force, but he was always at mm -hmm. his best playing down to earth, you know, characters that felt like real people. And yeah. he was so great in whether it was Medium Cool or whether it was, you know, Jackie Brown, which he was amazing in, or mm -hmm. his work with David Lynch uh, in Mulholland, uh, Mulholland Drive, and then the Twin Peaks uh, reboot. You know, sequel, season three, yep. whatever, whatever you want to call that, uh, and <laughs> yeah. so many other projects. Uh, he was really fantastic. I know I've been trying to get you to watch Jackie Brown for a while, and and now we're probably going to have to do it. Yeah, no, I'm. I got to fire this up. It's it's far too long. So yeah, we might have to do an annual Forster Fest. Forster Fest. Wow, that's an idea. So Forster, I, I've already Forster trademarked Fest? it. So yeah, wow, I trademarked right. it. Okay, it's, it's fine. <laughs> Before I could, I wanted to. I wanted to capitalize on this, and you've already beat me to it. You were talking about Forster Fest for the last three years, but uh, I jumped on it. So, well, all right. Well, you're a smart guy. You you capitalize on the <laughs> all the good things that you know is going to come, big money. But uh, no, no, just R.I.P. Um, Robert Forster, and uh, yeah. sad news here at Reconsideration Studios. Yes, we are mourning the loss, uh, but we are gonna. You know, we're going to move on, we're going to move forward, and uh, we're going to take a look at, at uh, Tremors from 1990. So, oh, my uh, God. Let's, you know, it's funny, because Robert Forster, when I was younger, it, I did kind of think Forster and, and Fred Ward were very similar. I wonder oh, yeah. if Forster could have played uh, that part in this movie and how that would have turned out. <laughs> I could see that. I would think 
Forrester would fit right in uh, playing Fred Ward's part in this. Uh, it's definitely a uh, it, it, that kind of guy, that Earl, that Earl fellow who's just sort of no nonsense and. Uh, but also, you know, can be put upon based on the outside circumstances. He's a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I can see Forrester in that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, it didn't happen, but you know, no, that's a big we had Fred if. Ward. It's a what if. We have what Fred if. Ward. We've got Kevin Bacon, who's making Bacon. his third appearance on the show. Oh, Bacon's all over this show. Yeah, we've got what we had. Uh, Footloose, and then we had Animal House, and now we've got Tremors. Was there? There might have been something before that, but that's what's jumping out at me. I think our show we should change it to Recon Bacon Nation. I don't know. Recon Bacon Nation. <laughs> Recon Bacon Nation. A base. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think I think you're close there. That's uh, the show is is slowly going into a, a Kevin Bacon fandom, and uh, I'm okay. I'm okay with it. You know, listen, it's oh, yeah. it's it, it's Halloween, it's Oktoberfest, it's Shocktober, it's Spooktaculars. I'm in my daily costume. I hate October, but of course I do dress up in the spirit of things. Can you, so can I, you tell us about your costume that you're currently wearing? Today I am uh, in the spirit of things. Uh, I'm Beetlejuice, but I'm basically John Lennon in a Beetlejuice stripes costume. So okay, so, that's, so it's a yeah. dual. It's like a dual costume. It's a costume. Yeah, and a costume. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I didn't even notice before you got into the booth. Are you wearing a costume today? I mean, it's it's October. Yeah, uh, yeah, I am. I am Michael Douglas from Black Rain. That's <laughs> a, that's always a winner at the at the costume contest. Perfect. Yeah. Like I mean, one of us is gonna win. It's only you and I win. One of us mm-hmm. always wins. Uh, and I've got a good, know. I've got a good mullet going as well too. So that that's the oh. real selling point. Like, oh, that, that's that, Douglas in Black Rain, of course. That's that's looking good. Yeah, I can see why you've been growing your hair out for the last mm-hmm. uh, eighteen months. Yeah, yeah. It, it anyway. takes a little bit to get it there, but uh, it's there. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, uh, when was when was uh, when was the first time you saw Tremors? I mean, Tremors is what? So it came out in eight ninety, right? Early ninety. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I I don't think I saw this in the theater. It's though entirely possible, but this is a movie I saw a lot of a lot in the ninety to like ninety eight timeline. I don't know, you know, uh, whether on a rental HBO so we that, cable. We call that the we call that the nineties. Oh oh yeah all right yeah I yeah. don't know what you would yeah I didn't know what the, is there a name for that okay so ninety <laughs> to ninety nine I'm I was saying ninety eight but yeah ninety nine. Uh, <laughs> the '90s. I think I I I don't know. It, it I can't pick pinpoint a moment where I saw this, uh, and I had an event, an epiphany, new information, something that changed my life. None of that happened, but um, I I definitely saw this early on, uh, and enjoyed this movie from 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 minute one. What a, what a fun fun thing. I I've seen it. Yeah, multiple times. I uh, just watched it a couple of times recently just for the show. And mm-hmm. um, it, this thing is something that I just get a, a good a good feel from. This is something I really enjoy, and I can't uh, recommend it enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of the same for me. I did not catch it in the theaters. I, I don't know why. I think 
maybe my parents might have thought of been it was going to be more horror than action mm-hmm. comedy, sure, uh, yeah. which it's kind of not. Um, but I did see it with my friend Eamon and his brother Sean, who are both mm. big fans of the show. Listening sure, right those now. Guys. Shout, mm-hmm. shout out to those guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when it came out on video, uh, we watched, we rented it and watched it multiple times. I remember like G.I. Joe toys kind of like reenacting tremors. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was, it was a total fun movie. I loved it when it came out. Then I didn't yeah. see it again. I didn't see it for a long time. I didn't see it again till somewhere in college. And then I was less of a fan of it. I just I thought what? it like wasn't as wasn't as funny as I remembered. And uh, yeah, and then so I was kind of down on it. I actually ha- I had the DVD. I got rid of it out of the collection. Oh my and, god! Uh, and then well, which is why I kind of wanted to give it a second chance now. And I totally loved it again. It's it's yeah. fun. Like it's not something you take totally seriously. It's not. I w- almost wouldn't categorize it as a horror movie, although it, it is. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you know, monsters chasing and trying to kill humans. So right there, it yeah. falls in that zone. But but uh, I think the fun factor kind of overrules it. Well, and I think this is the problem with college and in uh, <laughs> higher education in general. Like, listen, you love this movie. You had a good time with it. And then you saw it again, and of course you're being high-minded about the the films you're studying, the things that yeah. are are good, and you're like, well, this isn't Francois Truffaut, you know, this is this is garbage. I can't. This is not a a, a narrative that pleases me anymore. This is a child's thing because you had mm-hmm. moved on from, you know, you'd moved on from the fun action movies of the 90s, things that really got you going, 80s and 90s, yeah. and to real Fuck filmmaking. Yeah, F all that, right? But this, you know, this is sort of a throwback, I would think, to those creature features back in the day, but also having a, a, a real modern sense of it because, I mean, what do you have? I mean, the special effects for 1990, the puppetry, the creature effects, this is this mm-hmm. really works. And watching it, I mean, it, it, they hide everything. It's not... They're not trying to be cheesy with this. They're trying to yeah. give you something, but they're also not trying to... Um, they're not trying to force you to feel like horrified. It's not terrifying. It's scary in the sense that people might die, but the whole movie takes place during the day and mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot of fun and you meet different, all of their characters in the movie are very different, very, um, mm-hmm. and they're all friends with each other. You know, like everything really kind of works in that sense. So I can understand like, yeah, like, yeah, you like it as a kid, but it's like when you when you grow out of those things, you come to a place where yeah no this isn't for me but then you go and revisit it and it's like yeah this is actually this works this is fine for me i get it so uh, i'm glad you've come back around on this because this boy i haven't seen tremors in probably maybe 10 10 to 12 years myself but i've seen Mm -hmm. it many times before it uh you know or you know before that that gap and uh i've never not liked tremors (laughs) Well, uh, I'm back in that camp, so uh, yes, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm and, glad and you're was, here. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. What was I thinking? Oh, you fool. Uh, yeah, but the the creature the creatures look great. I mean, they're, they're done by Amalgamated Dynamics, and uh, it's 
It's interesting. I always found it interesting that the creature on the poster looks like nothing <laughs> like the creature from the movie. They put so many <laughs> teeth. They put so many teeth on the creature as though that's what it would be like. Just a big jaw, like a Jaws creature kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and no, that's not it at all. It's uh, it almost it almost resembles a Starship Troopers kind of uh, those big bugs. Um, yeah, you know, totally. just the big the big claws kind of thing. And uh, yeah, uh, and it's not um, you know it's not uh, inc- it's coincidental or is it not coincidental that amalgamated work on Starship Troopers? Um, uh, well, thank God, uh, thank Tom God Woodward. this was done. This was done in when it was because had it been done in the in the mid nineties, it would have been all CGI probably. Yeah, they would have, they would have tried to fake a lot of CGI where they could to try to make it look more I don't know more horrifying, yeah. devastating, threatening, and all of that. But I mean, this goes back to the crack the classic thing of like less is more. You know, not seeing the creature is scarier, especially yeah. when you're doing it in the daytime in the desert. Um, you know, you can't show it if unless you're going to get like gory, bloody, crazy, and they don't really get all that gory with it. The, right. This movie has the, a certain amount of gore that um, I think like works. Like you understand the horror of it, and a number of people die in it, but it's not um, uh, exploitive. Um, and it's it, uh, and honestly, I mean, this movie kind of fits into the it's PG thirteen rating quite well. Like it just mm-hmm. it just gives you enough. To be sort of scared, but like it's a it's a it's a pretty tight script from from start to finish. You know, it gets yeah. you to where you need to be. Like, I don't know if they teach this script in 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 film school, but they should. It's <laughs> it's basically perfect if you really think about it. From I minute one to, to the end. If you, if you taught a film school and, and you taught uh, <laughs> if you you taught the screenwriting of Tremors, I would go to that school. Wouldn't you I'd though? I mean. It. <laughs> I, I'd be there. You should be. Um, this is this is a perfect screenplay. But yeah, it is. It is kind of a, a terrifying concept of you know you're basically sure. taking the the Jaws concept and putting it on land. Uh, you know the writers S. S. Wilson and Brent Maddock were uh, educational filmmakers for the Navy and were doing something in the desert some kind of you know shoot in the desert and they were on these rocks and they kind of were just throwing around ideas like what if there was something down there that we couldn't ever get off this rock oh, and then shit. that's how they kind of birthed the idea uh that eventually you know at first they called it land sharks which obviously that name couldn't go anywhere because of saturday night live mm-hmm. and yeah. uh it eventually kept morphing into uh what it became uh, in between that, they had written a little movie called Short Circuit, which uh, oh. I know you're a big fan of. I love a Gutenberg and a Sheedy, so it's yes. a, it's a Guten classic, another Guten classic. You've said this before on the show. You love those Guten classics. I, I do, and and we. I'm just kind of holding those in reserve for when we really need a good show. We're gonna get. We'll reach in and pull out a classic. And Gutenberg will be there for us every time, like he always is. Big fan of Gutenberg. He uh, he ushered us through a, a tumultuous times in the eighties uh, in in Hollywood, and uh, we should be forever grateful for him. <laughs> forever, we all should be grateful for the Goot. The Goot. <laughs> the Goot. 
uh, and uh, pour one out so for the goop. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Dead, so but. these guys. So uh, Wilson and Manic write the screenplay. Now they've done Short Circuit, and they're you know able to kind of have a little bit more weight on their next movie, which is going to be Tremors. They turn to a, another educational filmmaker friend of theirs, uh, Ron Underwood, who was, uh, you know, in the business and was a PA and a location manager on, on some films in the 70s and then got into the educational, uh, directing educational films. And this was kind of his path back to uh, Hollywood and, and the studio filmmaking. Uh, he would uh, he would later go on to direct City Slickers and Heart and Souls, which everyone loves uh speechless mighty joe young and uh and then now he's doing a bunch of tv so yeah nice Um, busy guy but this is is this his directorial debut yeah 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 uh city slickers is i remember it being great but uh that's another one i'm not so sure i don't know how much billy crystal holds up i i mean i don't know I can't say I've watched uh, a lot of the Billy Crystal in the last year and a half since we started our show, but it probably holds up. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll put it up. City Slickers is now on the list. So, All right, we're uh, doing City out, Slickers. Look out, and... look out 2024 when we get to City Slickers. Here we go. I mean, it's not – I mean, is Billy Crystal – nice aside here. We're going, we're going off terms. Is Billy Crystal, like, we would say maybe Mel Brooks, some of him Mel Brooks does not hold up? Is that where you're putting him in the sort of the... Yeah, I, I, that's kind of my quite. gut says that. Just watching some of his stand-up stuff that he did a couple of years back uh, was just, it just felt way out of out of its time. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. He's not he's not quite with the times as he as he goes. Okay, I get it. Yeah, well, well, I'll have to take a when look. You, when, you, when you use some of the same shtick over and over and over... And it doesn't really change, and you know it's it just you gotta evolve a little bit as a comedian. I mean, look at Bill mm-hmm. Murray. Come on. Yeah, Bill Murray, the famous stand-up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking about ju- just about stand-up, but his style has evolved, and he's well you know, stayed with uh, interesting directors and and done different kinds of films. So, well, Bill Murray's an actor first, you know. So uh, yeah, yeah, sure. He can do the comedy, but, but uh, he's a—he's probably a dramatic actor before anybody. Anyway, Bacon, Fred Ward, <laughs> what are we talking? Uh, Reba yeah, McIntyre. Ca- oh my God! What a cast! Is, this cast is all over the place, and it's such a good good mix of people. I mean, you've got yeah. Kevin Bacon, who with—I don't know—is—is is this the best hair that he's had? Is it this movie? It is. It is tops bacon. This is peak bacon, I think. This. Yeah. The the feathery large, uh, yeah, mane he is sporting is just, I don't know, it's everything. It's it, like if you compare side by side, if this were an, a, a video show, we'd be doing it. If this were Sports Center, we'd have a side by side shot. It'd, it'd uh, be up on bacon, the video. bacon with his tremors hair against Kurt with his Tango and Cash hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, does it get any better than that? I don't think that so. that is the that is the if anyone can go up against Kurt in his hair, it's going to be Bacon with Tremors hair. Yeah, it's but yeah, of course it's, I mean it's a fight, but you know who wins. We always know who wins, and you yeah. know, God bless you, Bacon. But Kurt's our number one. 
And he's the guy yeah. who's always going to win with the, with that hair. But but Bacon, you can feel very good about a solid second place. Um, yeah, your hair was amazing in this movie. It's one of the most amazing things about the movie. <laughs> you think Kevin Bacon's hair is one of the best things about the movie? You're going to go on That's record with that. The, I will go on record that the first reason you should watch this movie is to see Kevin Bacon's hair. Uh-huh. Then for the thrills of the uh, of the chase, so and the monster. Uh- so but, uh, my my question for you then is this: How did this? Do you know how this movie got made? <laughs> well, that that's a, basically. I mean, uh, that was basically how. I mean, with with uh, the success of Short Circuit, helped springboard yeah. this movie into uh, creation, it. and then you know pairing up with their their filmmaker friend and and who's you know another another fresh Hollywood director. Uh, it's it's kind of a easier path to break in with a you know from a horror standpoint it's almost a little Mm -hmm. easier to like like your first movie if it's a horror movie it's a little bit easier to get in there to do it than you know wanting to direct a big dramatic piece or even a big action film that makes sense yeah absolutely yeah uh so yeah so they've got uh bacon here who is gosh he's coming off of feels like he was in a million movies in the second half of the 80s and the early 90s but he's still mm-hmm. in to this day he's in project after project and and obviously we covered footloose but whitewater summers another film that he did he's got a brief uh, uncredited role in uh, planes trains and automobiles yeah and uh, she's having a baby in the big she's picture mm-hmm. uh so yeah so he's he's got a lot of films coming out and 1990 was a big year because he's got tremors and then right after that's flatliners oh well that's so, wow geez yeah it's it's a it's a real one two baconator punch 1990 him with, was him reuniting with Kiefer. is that a reuniting did they re did they act together <laughs> before that? uh i feel like they well i know they no. did after that in a few good men Oh, okay, that's I, right. Yeah, I feel like there's got to be something else that they did together. I mean, I mean they I mean, must have. I mean, they should have. Well, let's just. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, so the, this is ninety is a big year for Bacon to have all this. Uh, his his star keeps rising throughout the entire eighties, and then um, he's mm-hmm. ushering into a new era, where the nineties. What's this about? Are we? We're going beyond the Reagan of it all. What? What is going to happen? <laughs> you know, he leads into JFK, A Few Good Men. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. River Wild, Apollo Thirteen, Sleepers. Are we talking like Bacon is? We're getting Bacon at the best, right at Tremors. I mean, we're we're blessed to have him in this. I, I, the funny thing is, the entire cast is like we're almost blessed to have Michael Gross, Kevin yeah. Bacon, Fred Ward. Reba McIntyre in her first f- film. I mean, this is a great movie. Yeah. Everybody's in it's, it. It, it, it. Yeah. It's what what happened here? How did we get all this? How did we get so lucky? <laughs> it was me. I did it. You did this. Yeah. Uh, Congrats. Fred Ward, though. Fred Ward, this is... Okay, I I feel like this is his foray into the comedy world. I could be, I could be wrong mm. about that, but... Uh, yeah. You know, he he was in the right stuff. He was in uh, a great film called Remo Williams: The Adventure oh. Begins. Yeah, uh, can't can't wait to talk about that movie. 
that was intended to be his big uh, it was basically meant to be an American James Bond type character and a major you know action uh, series of films and it just it tanked so badly it didn't uh, work out that, uh, it the adventure began and ended ah sorry to hear that yeah but uh, he also did Uncommon Valor which is a let's go back to Vietnam and rescue POW films that I'm I'm always a sucker for you love that that's and, your, and that's then your he's in yeah, that's my jam. Uh, big business, and then uh, coming into this, and right after this, he does Miami Blues, which is yeah, uh, which, which is a, a really good film as well. But um, yeah, I hadn't seen him. I don't remember seeing him do like kind of an outright comedy character, which he kind of is in this. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's it's not an outright comedy, I guess. Not the way yeah, that, but it's funny. It's like when he's funny. Literally not running from the graboids. It's mm-hmm. funny, like their their banter with each other. It's it's all comedy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yes, I agree. And then you get you know <laughs> like like you were saying you get Reba McIntyre, which I mean that's like a like a freight train out of nowhere just. <laughs> Fantastic. Where'd she come from? she? Never heard of her. She no, was, don't know who she is. She wasn't doing a thing before this. Yeah, and pretty, pretty amazing. This is this is yeah. it. This is where her career in on stage, and film basically started. Yeah, I mean, uh, this was her. <laughs> well, in truth, I mean, quite a huge country music career, but this was yeah. her first acting performance, and it was like yeah. she was great. Yeah. Like we want more of Reba, and, you know. It led to her having her own TV series ten years later for I don't know mm-hmm. eight eight years or something like that. And yeah, that show was. Uh, I feel like that show was on for like forty years. Yeah, a long time. So I mean, so uh, great music performer, great and uh, clearly a fine actress. Who, uh, when when you're working with Michael Gross, you know you have to hold your own. Uh, and Michael Gross. What a what a pleasure! <laughs> like, I uh, you know oh I grew God. up knowing him as the dad on Family Ties, right? And then Tremors happened, and then apparently he literally started shooting Tremors the day after the rap party of of uh, Family Ties, and then you know, and he directs a lot, and he this guy does everything. Like he's Michael yeah, Gross does I mean, it all, and then he's in he's Tremors, in, like <laughs> yeah, he. Uh... Clearly wanted to break, uh, you know, did not want to get typecast as the TV dad. Uh, so taking this was kind of the polar opposite of that. Yeah. And his character is fantastic. And, I mean, if you stay up with the Tremors series, which I want to talk about a little bit later, it really becomes his his story and he is the main character in all the rest of the movies. He's fighting the Tremors. <laughs> That's what he does. <laughs> I yeah I mean I think we have to say now that like I I have not seen Beyond Tremors so I don't know anything about the future of Tremors and the, yeah. the storyline but uh, well let's 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 come back to that though let's let's hold that for a little bit down the road here yeah I mean there's nothing I could speak to that but uh, yeah. you know great to have him in this as well yeah and we've got you know a good rest of the cast as well I mean they're smaller parts but. Uh, 
Uh, you've got Charlotte Stewart, who's an actress who appears in 8,000 things a year for uh, for all through the 90s and 2000s. Yeah. Ariana Richards, who was uh, next up in Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's where we, we all fell in love with yeah. Ariana Richards. Um, Victor Wong, who we had seen in Big Trouble in Little China. So there's your yep. Kurt connection. Yeah. <laughs> And then B.B. Besh, who uh, I w- always remembered as Dr. Carol Marcus from Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, yeah. And, See, I mean, yeah, so it's a good good group here. An all-star cast, if you will. An all-star that's what's, cast. Well, that's what's weird about it, because I'm like, re-watching it, and I'm like, this, this should be cheesier than it is. This should be... I don't know. This should, this should be more sharknado than it is but the script is so tight everyone you spend so much time with all the characters uh and i said i think a meaningful way that like this is a legitimate you know this is a legitimate mm-hmm. film and then i'm sure you know obviously with the five or six sequels that came out you go a little more you know low death uh with yeah. uh, with the budget and all that but this is this was a hollywood sh- stake at like trying to um i guess Maybe go back to the the old creature feature thing with upcoming stars and established people, um, and it all kind of works in that in that horror sort of sense of you know you sort of have a contained group of people that who can't escape and have to outsmart something that they and they both get smarter. They like the heroes we're watching and the the creature, which is just a creature who is just acting out of instinct. Not really. It's mm-hmm. not a. It's not a person, you know. It's a, it's an animal. Um, you know, they they it wants to eat and consume people. Um, mm-hmm. This is a this thing kind of works in that it's it's really man versus nature in a very contained story, uh, and you don't know who's going to win. Uh, yeah, and and there's a lot of things I like about it that you never find out exactly where these things came from. If it's some mm. kind of natural creature or came you know they talk about maybe it came from out of space or it's a government created thing you never really know it's just and just suddenly they're there yeah they just appear i mean like i said before this is is essentially jaws on land uh and this the characters are all living in this town of perfection nevada that's got a population of like less than 100 people and Uh, they all do, you know, specific things. There's one restaurant. Uh, Val and Earl are like the town handymen and do all sorts of odd jobs, like picking up trash and doing, you know, all sorts of things. Uh, and they're actually like headed out of or trying to get out of perfection and literally get stopped as they're leaving uh, because of the graboids have, you know, caused some caused some trouble and blocked the way out of town. So now they're stuck there, and the Graboids, I think there's, what, three or four of them? There's a total of four. Yeah, that have surrounded the town, and and then just, you know, they're trying to to get at all the humans. And and it's an interesting concept of, of, you know, hearing or or feeling the vibration of what's going on above ground, and that's how they're tracking these things down and pulling them under and killing them. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, terrifying. That's terrifying. That's well, yeah. Terrifying. That's 
Well, that's the thing. You grew up on Jaws thinking, yeah, don't go into the water. You're going to be safe. You know, uh, don't go into the woods. There's a, 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 a hockey wielding, hockey mask wielding uh, person with a machete. Uh, and then it's like, well, I'm just going to be in the desert. I'm chill. It's cool. And then it's like, no, there's giant worms trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. Don't walk. Don't walk anywhere. Like the terror continues. It's yeah. It's a. It's hard to live on this planet. You you literally can't go anywhere or do anything. So yeah. So just when you thought it was safe to walk on land, here come the graboids. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's what it uh, is. It's yeah. yeah, the last sure. great thing. There's so many alien movies. So many you know deep sea threats. All of that. No one ever thought about. Uh, the threats on land, underneath the land. Oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know the. How do you feel about the reaction of this movie? I feel like it was like, at least, people our age. You know, we were what eleven when this movie came out. Uh, Ten, yeah. You know, loved it. There was a. It became a big, uh, you know, a cult film, really. And then it kind of like disappeared. It feels like the loves kind of uh, trickled away for Tremors. Well, I, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I think I think it's in the consciousness, and we were aware of Tremors. But um, you know, there's a love for bacon in general uh, for mm-hmm. our generation. This, this, I don't know what the numbers on home video and you know cable of this, but I feel like. This movie became wildly popular much later. You know, I don't, again, like I said, I don't remember, I don't remember this movie being in theaters, but I remember watching this a lot. And um, I feel like this is, this is an easy movie to get into, an easy movie to pop in and out of. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, it doesn't, it doesn't drag, it doesn't take its time, but it also doesn't waste any time. Um, and it gives you everything you need. I don't know. I mean, and it's not scary enough to be like horrifying. Like it's not, and it's not like I said, it's not exploitive. It's not gross. Uh, I feel like it's more beloved than not by by mm-hmm. anybody by by most people. I think even Ebert really liked this movie um, yeah. because it just it just it sort of sings. It's it's got um, uh, from start to finish. Like I said, it's 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 something that really really works uh, with your characters well, you meet. Yeah. And all of yeah. that, so I don't know. It's a it's a great popcorn film, and it is. It's not something you have to like really emotionally invest in. You can sit back, have a good time, watch these graboids, listen to Bacon. Uh, you know the scene with the where, where they invade Michael Gross and Reba McIntyre's basement, and they oh, I love themselves that. with their their uh, <laughs> their like eight. <laughs> Hundred guns and their big elephant gun. That's fantastic. Oh yeah, that was. It, it's funny though, like because rewatching that scene lately, I I imagined it being bigger and badder in terms of, you know, the gra- uh, the giant graboid is in the wall and they're just gunning it down, and I mm-hmm. almost imagined it being more grotesque and more visceral and more, you know, bullet riddled and all that. And it it has that, but it's not quite yeah. what I remembered, what I thought I would see again. And I guess it kind of, I think that works. Like, I don't need it to be so over the top, so extreme. Um, yeah, that was that was a big scene. I mean, that was one of the scenes that impacted me a lot as a as a kid. And watching it now, it's like, oh, it wasn't quite as violent as I remember, but because we've seen but, so much more violence since then. 
Yeah, I mean, we've all seen John Wick, too. But uh, we no, have, I have one. I actually haven't. I haven't seen John Wick too. I'm, I don't. I don't care for those John Wick movies. But um, yes. but but yeah, don't total pass. Um, though, yeah, I'm I'm with you. It it almost seemed like it was going to be more extreme. Like, but I'm 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 not sure what movie I'm picturing in my head where it's like a creature in a wall and just people unloading with assault rifles for twenty minutes in it that I that I kind of pictured was going to happen. Um, well, I it, feel like that it was that probably movie just you. Your your perspective as a as a kid, I mean, it's a much more like uh, that was extreme at the time. Yeah, yeah, you know, so you're right. You remember, and then now you watch, and it's com- in comparison, it's not. But um, yeah, do you think? I don't know. I feel like this movie got really watered down by the sequels. They were all so. There's, I believe, four sequels. Uh, one series that that uh, went one season, and then an attempted second series last year mm-hmm. that did not go forward. But there is a trailer for it on YouTube, and you can probably find the pilot on YouTube or, or online somewhere. Mm. Um, but uh, I have seen trailers t- or sorry, Tremors two. I have not mm-hmm. seen three, four, or five. Mm-hmm. Uh, they. Two was um, Fred Ward returns for two. Obviously, Michael Gross. They get some of the you know remaining cast from the first movie uh, come back for part two, and then it's basically more of the of the same. It's kind of a, a rinse and repeat of the of the first movie, you know, minus Kevin Bacon. So it's like you're, you're missing a whole element. It, it's okay. It's watchable. If you're if yeah. you're looking for like a kind of a B grade, um, you know, sci-fi action horror comedy, then that's <laughs> that's what that one is. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's called Tremors Two Aftershocks. Aftershocks. Yeah. Uh, fo- followed by uh, five years later, Tremors Three back to for back to perfection, and mm-hmm. by this point, Michael Gross is now your lead lead uh, actor here. Uh, Tremors, uh, Bloodlines. Hold on, mm-hmm. this is this is where it gets crazy. Well, Bloodlines, I think, okay, is so, a TV show, isn't it? No. no, hold on, I got it in the wrong order. Tremors Four: The The Legend Begins, which is a uh, uh, I think takes place a hundred years before and and does get into the origins. And Michael Gross plays an ancestor of his character. <laughs> oh my uh, god! There's yeah, and then we have a little break in our our Tremors. Uh, sequels. So there's about an 11 year break, and then Tremors 5 Bloodlines comes out in 2015, and quickly followed by Tremors 6 A Cold Day in Hell uh, last hell. year, which takes place in the uh, a wintry tundra, but also starring Michael Gross. Uh, Michael Gross, he always ends up wherever these graboids are. Well, yeah, he's tra- he's like a tracker, so oh, he's, he's the tracking hunter. down and trying to, yeah, a hunter tracker. But, uh, and then they did a series in, I want to say 2002 or 2003, uh, that um, was on, I believe, the Sci-Fi Channel. And, uh, yeah. and then they attempted to kind of reboot it, not reboot it, but uh, do a new series last year for Amazon. Brought Kevin Bacon back into the fold uh, as oh. well. Yeah, and it's, uh, I was shocked that it didn't get picked up. 
you would think with bacon I mean, attached, they were just going to just do 10 and just let it ride, like see what happens, right? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, I, I mean, didn't you, realize you that. Get, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what happened there that made it not move forward. I mean, I don't know if there was just not enough story or it wasn't working or if they were having problems... Uh, with the with the effects of it all and uh, yeah. but it didn't didn't go forward shocking shocking news in late 2018 <laughs> shocking news the, Hollywood yeah. shocked Shall, uh, rock to its core yeah. Tremors <laughs> not picked up the series <laughs> Tremors <laughs> not picked up the series uh, Hollywood grieved for two days it was like everyone <laughs> shut down we shut down the studio here we did, uh, yeah. it, it was hard. It was hard to, to see that yeah. you know, Tremors was not picked up for a full series. It wasn't, for a run. It wasn't just a cold day in hell. It was a cold <laughs> day at Recon Cinema Studios. The day Tremors, yeah. the series, did not go forward. Yeah, I mean, I I shut down all water and electric when when it's those kind of days, and mm-hmm. I know our our interns don't appreciate it, but that I just think it's the right thing to do to yeah. honor. The projects that don't go forward in development. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's it's you know. what it's a what could have been, and if you're going to be, you know, you've got to go all the way with it. You've got to commit, cut the power, <laughs> yeah. close it down, yeah, build a fence around it, <laughs> exactly, and put it back in, put it back in five minutes. Sign <laughs> on it on the door, and you're good. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> uh, I mean, it, but. It, I, and again, I I'm rewatching it for the show now for our show. I'm like, boy, I feel like I should just watch all of the sequels. I should just I should see all these things. I bet they would be fun. I don't know if that's true. I was sort of the same way on the Starship Troopers episode. Like, I kind of want to see the three, two or three direct to video sequels. I don't know, but why well, not? You know, right? Like, what yeah, are we I'm doing? I got time live on. I'm going to say it live on the air. If you watch those, I'll pay you $1 for each of those sequels that you watch. Of the Tremors? Of if I watch all uh, Tremors, yeah, I get a dollar yeah. each? Yep. So mm. you're looking at a $5 bonus, my friend. All right. I, I You know, listen, every dollar counts. Uh, yeah, I sure could does. do it. Holidays but are yeah, coming up. That could go yeah. anywhere. There are gifts to buy. It's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so as far as the um, horror horror comedy realm goes, where would you where would you put this in that? The, where would you kind of rank this? Well, like if Gremlins is number one, which I think it is, uh, or mm-hmm. Gremlins two, maybe Gremlins two mm-hmm. is actually Gremlins two is probably number one, right? In horror comedy, Gremlins Gremlins two is a great movie, underrated and forgotten. The new best. it's for, it's bullshit. It's number it's so good and funny. And, uh, you know, it's the first thing. It really takes its own, you know, it goes against itself. It's fun. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of problem. Okay. All right. Listen, I'm just walk. I'm walking it through. I'm speaking out loud. Just, just trying to figure it out. Yeah. Gremlins mm-hmm. two is probably the number one horror comedy of the century. Uh, and then tremors is right there. Like Old. one to two down. I don't even know what's in between at this point, but I mean, What's what's a horror comedy? Give me more horror comedy movies. We'll start okay, ranking. I'm gonna them. throw some, I'm gonna throw some names out and, yeah. and then we can kind of figure out where, where to place it. But you've got you know you've got Shaun of the Dead. You've got Evil mm. Dead Two and an Army of Darkness. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You've got your Zombie Lands. Uh, you know I don't yeah. know if I don't know if you'd put Ghostbusters in there. 
Um, yeah, not really a horror movie, but yeah. Yeah, or like Return of the Living Dead, which we covered last October. That's w- a horror w- comedy. If... Cinemation.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a that was a year one. That's uh, a year Dead one. Live. Yeah. Um, well, um, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Tremors in the top ten of whatever makes it into. Yeah, no, I mean, I think you're right with with like say, Shaun of the Dead kind of perfects the horror comedy in a, in a mm-hmm. sense. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, uh, Gremlins two tops. Uh, Tremors not exactly like you know fall down funny kind of thing, but humorous. Not yeah, in the way that's in, let's say hu- uh, that like what what's the movie with Matt Damon? Uh, he goes to Mars. Is that is that they they registered the it as a comedy? The Martian, a comedy <laughs> according to the Oscars or the Golden Globes or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the Golden oh Globes considered it. So I'm not. I don't think Tremors is the same as The Martian as a comedy. Well, but, maybe uh, they considered it. Maybe they considered The Martian more of a musical. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comedy musical, musical variety. Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but no, I mean, I, 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 I go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, go. No, go ahead. No, you first, sir. Okay, go ahead. All right, I'm gonna go ahead. No, I think I think Tremors, wherever it, you know, if you're gonna talk horror comedy, you're gonna talk sci-fi, uh, '90s sci-fi. This stays. This should stay at the top. This is one of the top ones. This is something that doesn't take itself too seriously, that, but also doesn't sacrifice good storytelling. I think the, like mm-hmm. I said, I think I think this is a script that you teach at Dave Munchak's film school.com and mm-hmm. um, uh, to, to all the young screenwriters, everything, everything you see is self. It's, 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 it's a tight script. Everyone you meet, um, uh, everything works. So I don't know. And, and it's, and it's just, it's got enough, I wouldn't say I'm 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 in it for the jokes, but I'm in it for the characters, yeah. um, who are just sort of living their lives. You know, they're just a bunch of schmoes living their lives in a desert town of California or Nevada or wherever they live. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it's not like uh, they don't have to be zany for me. I don't need pie th- pies being thrown or um, you know a bunch of like dick jokes or something like that to make it funny to me i i I think Mm -hmm. their relationships make it work um so this is tops for me this is this is up there this is top 10 top top five i don't know this would would be i think for me this would be probably like it it really would depend kind of what like do you count a beetlejuice in that group i don't know um it would be probably six or seven somewhere in that zone for me but definitely absolutely top 10 Um, yeah yeah the story the story is tight there's really no, you know, there's really, it's pretty simple. So there's really not any holes in it. Um, mm-hmm. The characters are enjoyable. The action is uh, believable for this world. The monsters or the graboids look, look cool. You've got some cool sequences in it. And, yeah. uh, and you know, we didn't mention Finn Carter as Rhonda LeBeck. Uh, but you've got even a, a, a little bit of romance there. That's right. There's a little something for the ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a no, little but something, but. <laughs> but like bringing, yeah, bringing in a love interest that is uh, that defies the expectations of Kevin Bacon's character, who likes mm-hmm. you know tall, blonde, busty women, and uh, he suddenly sees a way to to uh, see more beyond the the you know the superficial. 
Uh, so it only took like a murder death, uh, you know, graboid terror to see that maybe he can be, um, you know, he can give attention and love to someone who doesn't meet mm-hmm. his ideal blondie, yeah. blondie babes. So uh, it's really the hair that sells it, though. Let's be honest. I you know what? I really like her haircut in this. Or you mean Kevin Bacon's mm-hmm. hair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you mean Kevin Bacon's or Finn Carter's hair? What are you talking? Uh, about? Ke- Kevin Bacon's. Kevin Bacon. Oh, okay. Oh, that sells it. Uh, <laughs> I like hers. It's kind of a, a a hot modern one. You know, they all seem like sort of, you know, sort of country folk in a sense. The way mm-hmm. they portray all these guys. And she's this yeah. university uh, professor, student, or whoever who comes in and uh, you know shifts all their expectations and. It's like, golly, who's this girl kind of situation. Yeah. And I like yeah. her hair. I'll be honest. It's got the, uh, I don't know. What do you call that? Ladies, phone in. Tell me what is that haircut. 1-900-909-9900. That's our uh, the Recon <laughs> Cinema line is open. <laughs> it's always open 24 hours a day. We've got interns, uh, five interns on the phones at all times. Yep. Ready to take your it calls. Kinda, that, that room is like a like a telethon room. It's, it's really, oh, yeah. really amazing. I mean, that's uh, why I have a like, camera on them, and I watch them 24 hours a day from my home. <laughs> like <that's laughs> from your glass tower that rises yeah. above right. the studio the, each, each, uh, at the end of each day. In the middle of the studio. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, they better be working and answering those phones. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, this so is... It's, it's a good balance of, of all of those elements, and uh, I, I don't know. I think it works. It, it was interesting to, to kind of rediscover how it did get an R rating, which would have, I don't know if that would have been a good thing or a bad thing for it, but they pushed to, uh, they did want the younger crowd being able to see it. So they, you know, cut some of the the language out and and a little bit of the, you know, gore out of it and, and finally mm-hmm. got that PG-13 rating. Yeah, and I mean, even watching it a little bit, like human blood isn't quite red, and you know, alien the you know the graboid blood isn't quite as gruesome, um, yeah. and or or you know horrific and gory, um, so it, it really reaches a certain level of, uh, 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 what do you call it, uh, accessibility. You know, it's not mm-hmm. you, you you're not exactly afraid of everything. There's there's moments that are thrilling, like I love, and there's great set pieces. I mean, or or at least, you know, great concepts for it. Where you know they're running in the they're running into the store and the the boardwalk like kind of like spills up uh, while the while it's underneath. You know, it's kind of comes mm-hmm. up like a piano keys or something like that. Like. Um, or them on the rocks and then just doing the, the pole vaulting or just yeah. little things that like this is these are fun little moments um, that that make the movie stand out on its own without mm-hmm. trying to make it like, let's be like really clever. Like the movie that I think probably probably what makes action movies or sci fi or, you know, comedy, horror, sci fi, whatever, a little, a little too much to deal with. It's like it's always too clever. You know, it's always a little bit too clever for itself. And this is not a film that does that. I mean, I think it's it works with what the setting they they put up. And, um, you know, you're not going to be like, oh, geez, that's what they came up with. It's like, no, everything actually works for within the the world they've explored for us um, without making it uh, too, you know, too 
I don't know, cheesy or anything. There's no, che- yeah. I don't like, honestly, if you're going to rate the cheese factor of tremors from a one to 10, I'd put it at a one or a two at best. Like there's no cheese in this. Yeah, this it's is not a that cheesy. That's not yeah. a word I'd use to describe it. No, never. And I, I think, and 30 years later, it, 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 it maintains that. That's, uh, that's the funny thing. Like, as thrilling and as maybe and you remember as, as I said like how violent I sort of remembered the scene with the guns and all that uh, you know coming back to it it's like there's no cheese factor it's it's yeah. straightforward it really works well it did get that PG-13 rating and it uh, was released on January 19th 1990 uh, mm-hmm. but it didn't it really didn't have an amazing opening it uh, was 3.7 million opening weekend and it landed it right at number five yeah uh, it was the only seven. was the only new release that weekend uh, and I can tell you right now here's another way uh, the, the baconator lost to Kurt Russell because uh, rounding out that top five that weekend was uh, born on the fourth of July and Ooh. then number two was tango and cash in its Uh-oh. fifth week fifth week tango uh, topped tremors yeah yeah, Tango and Cash, just really. Yeah. I mean, how could you expect anything less from yeah. Kurt and Sly? So right. Kurt's got kind of a, a one-two punch between the hair and then uh, Tango beating it so deep into its run. Uh, number, th- number three was War of the Roses, number four, Internal Affairs, and then Tremors uh, was number five. So, you know, not an amazing opening it did only end up with about 16 point almost 17 million for its domestic mm. run so yeah uh i don't think it uh i'm sure it made its money back on home video that's really where it kind of blew up so yeah i I'm think sure audiences it was fine after the fact yeah audiences i think really found it later i don't think that you don't really know of people our age that wouldn't know of Tremors or anything like that. I mean, it's mm-hmm. uh, 1990 was a tough year. I mean, you know, Ernest Goes to Jail made $9 million more than this movie did. And <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> what, yeah. As it, yeah. But it, was a, but it was a great time for comedy that year. You know, you had a My Blue Heaven coming out. You had, uh, uh, you had a horror alone. comedy. Home Alone, of course, the top, the top grocer of the year by... By leaps and bounds, but of course you have a, a ghost dancing with wolves, pretty woman, mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles, Hunt for October, yeah. Total Recall, Total Recall, uh, which Total I hope recall. we get to as soon. Paul Verhoeven, oh. Um, oh my god, yeah, Die Hard Two, Die Harder, Dick Tracy, and Kindergarten Top are round out the top ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, where's Tremors going to fit in all that? You, you know, Tremors, that, Tremors. That's a hard situation. Tremors is a little deeper, coming in at number seventy-one. Yeah, it had a tough time, but listen, we we enjoy it. We're we run it. The, I am. I do. I've been trying to open the Tremors Museum over uh, on the other side of the lot, and uh, mm-hmm. I know you've been putting up a fight. But once I watch all the Tremors movies, uh, this is happening. I I can't. I can't make. You can't stop me. Is I guess what I'm I, saying. We can't stop it anymore. <laughs> it, look, the the trains already left the station, so uh, you know you're building yeah. a small perfection. In, yeah. uh within the Recon Cinema studio lot, and that's fine with me. Okay, great. Well, like I don't, yeah. you know, I just I wish you would sign off on the permits and just let me get to work on this, so I can get this done. But uh, listen, send it to my assistant again. I will try to get to it sometime 
Uh, sometime before Valentine's Day. Come on, we have months to go. You you, you have yeah. to come into the office and sign the paperwork. There is, you say you're here on the lot, and I know you are. We're always here, but you're not doing the paperwork you need, and it's it's. Very I'm upsetting. I'm a busy guy. I'm a busy guy, and uh, yeah, I'm so busy that I it's you know I think it's time to wrap it up. I got to get going. I got to get on the chopper. Uh, it's getting dark outside, and it's October. It's Shocktober. I'm very frightened all the time. So I, I need you to are, it. you're frightened. I'm frightened. What what is this costume you're wearing? I don't even understand this. What is this? I'm still sh- shaking from from sil- talking about Silver Bullet, and now Tremors. I can't even go outside. It's just to the helicopter I go, and I Tremors will is not scary. The, I'll ride the helicopter all night while I sleep, and they'll drop me back off here in the office. You're going to sleep in the air for the next yeah. eight hours? That seems, yeah. Why don't you just go to like a silent room, a, a quiet place? I can't um, be touching the ground right now. I can't. Because <laughs> you think the, the Graboids are coming. The gra- it's true. It's a true. This was a documentary. You know, this wasn't a movie. So. <laughs> this was real. The, yeah. the Tremor series is based on real facts. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Well, that makes That's, sense. Uh, uh, yeah. Boy, I'll tell you. I mean, listen, doing Tremors in October, this this makes me feel good. This is the kind of movie with death I can get behind. You know, it's not it's not intense. There's not a murderer on the loose. It's not the end of the world. Like this is this is what I can get behind. This October is really kicking last October's ass for me. I'm gonna be honest <laughs> well, with you. We've, we've got another couple of good ones. I don't know Uh-oh. what you're gonna think about them, but we're gonna have to find out uh, next week when we're back with our next very special October <laughs> edition of Reconcinimation. So stay tuned to that. And while you're at it, check out our social media, Reconcinimation Podcast. Uh, on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, I've got a website, and uh, you know, check us out on iTunes. Give us a, a rating and a, a five star review, and and uh, you know, it helps boost the show. The more people that can hear it, so it would be amazing. Uh, but yeah, so so check us out next time. We'll be back with another great show. Tremors is in the books, and who knows what's going to be next? I know, but you don't. We'll see. Is that goodbye? I'll surprise okay. you. Um, all right. Okay, well, cool. I, I hope it's all right. Great. Well, this is great. Let's wrap it up. Let's get out of here. I'm I'm done. Get in your helicopter. I'm gonna I'm gonna get on my unicycle and and go on my Beetlejuice costume and get out of here. All right. Well, uh, we will see you guys next time on Reconsideration. Bye now.